Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. Flying solo this week, we are doing something a little bit different, a little bit out of the ordinary, but that's okay because it is going to benefit you greatly to stay tuned right now to Yes, Have Some Podcast because for the first time ever, we are giving to you for free one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. This is a one-time thing. We do these bonus episodes for our patrons. We do two to three a month. We've been having a great time, and we want everybody to get the chance to figure out why being a YHS patron is probably a good idea. So it's a holiday bonus. It's a a stress-free holiday season for the Yes Have Some podcast universe. So right now, here it is, YHS Patreon exclusive for free, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Don't forget, if you want to become a patron, if you want to get in on these bonus episodes, you're going to go to patreon.com slash yeshavesome. And you can learn all about how you can sign up, become a contributor, help us do what we do here at Yes Have Some. Okay, that's enough from me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have fun. Let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast. And of course, Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. And the official Facebook discussion group for Yes Have Some, Yes Have Some Group Therapy on Facebook. Without further ado, I give you Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, presented by... Yes, have some podcast. All right, here we go. The moment that everybody's been waiting for. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcasts, Patreon exclusive bonus episode number one. We're in the middle of a deep... You guys, you just chimed in at the right time. I, Craig, have been deleting tweets all day. (laughs) You guys don't know what you're missing. Go for it, huh? Here's the thing. I, we recommend everyone do it. It's like the time to purge. Now's the time to delete your tweets. Even if you're not in the public eye in any like way, shape, or form, you never know when you could like end up. You could be uh, the next uh, America's Next Top Model. Yeah. The next running, America's uh, Next Star Top Wars. Model. You could be what? I don't know. That position might be open, I feel. To run Star Wars? Yeah. Um, Jake, have you ever deleted a tweet? 
Uh, no, I don't think I have. Um, I, I haven't been active on Twitter in years. Can't even. I don't even know what's on there. So yeah, Jake. Maybe, Jake, maybe I should. I don't know. Yeah. Before we uh, before we start recording, Jake told uh, told us that he has thirteen thousand tweets on Twitter, but he stopped using social media around the time we started the podcast. Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, cool! I got the podcast now. Fuck it." Uh, Abigail. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I don't have enough tweets to delete, so. Whoa. I'm just not like. You a should big... get a shirt that says "No tweets to delete." No tweets to delete. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Then I'm... people start looking at that. Copyright. Shirt. Copyright. Thank Copyright you. that. Um, we haven't really gone in depth on the James Gunn stuff, but we will soon enough. That's not what this is all about. Like we said at the top. That's for like the common people. Those are for the common folk. This is our first Patreon. This is special. I feel Let's special. Okay. Um, okay. If you're listening to this, that means you are a $10 patron or more per month. And uh, you're going to get sick of us thanking you. But we really cannot underestimate how uh, appreciative we are for you to, uh, you know, not only give your time each week listening to YHS, but now making a financial commitment. If you've given $10 to Yes, Have Some Podcast, you've already done more than my parents have done for me ever in my entire life. So for that, (laughs) I very much appreciate that. Yes, thank you for Um, the validation. Abigail, how do you feel about Patreon so far? I'm like, I'm beyond stoked. I honestly, um, it's, it's something that I never thought would be possible to come from us doing a podcast, but like the fact that we're here doing it is... It's like running a little, I don't know. I, I was always it's into like, like a businesses. Marathon. Yeah, I don't You're know. Like a businessman now. Yeah, but like also it feels fake because it's just like stuff that I enjoy. It's like we're making right. like images and working on stuff of like things that we've talked about on the podcast. Right. It's just like, it's exciting. Yeah, we don't want to go into too much yeah, we detail. Can't say what we got a lot of surprises in store, but uh, Jake, I know that um, we've been uh, brainstorming a lot and we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about it, man. Like, I, I still, I'm still not exactly sure what a Patreon is or what what we're doing, but uh, I, this is like it's how been, I. It's been very fun, like putting stuff together and like coming up with. It's a it's rare a bird. Yeah, it's a pitch. It's I mean, what I thought. I thought it was. I thought. I mean, I thought they were extinct, but I mean, guess not. Uh, yeah, it's a Patreon is actually. Was a, I some sort of a bird? I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry, I have to do that. It's like, a. Uh, couple. It's episodes. a rare thing. And you find it on an island. God, did we just go brain dead already? We're not here to talk about Jurassic World. Let's go ahead and get started, folks. So, bonus episode number one. We wanted to cover a movie, long form, going in-depth on something that we've never gone in-depth on, on the podcast. And... I don't think anyone else has really gone in-depth on this movie, because I was looking it up, and I was like, oh, maybe there's, there's some not a whole lot articles there. or like a good YouTube yeah. video package um, put together. There's not a lot. And before we uh, reveal the title, we are going to be doing some polls and letting you guys pick what movies we cover, um, because obviously we want you to uh, be interactive and engaged in all of that stuff. So we were putting our heads together, and we came up with – Jake, want to break the news? Say that one. We came up with what? Do you want to break the news about what we're about to talk about? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the best of the Ninja Turtle films, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Three. Part Three. Yeah, I'm excited. And yeah. Turtles are back in time. They're back in time. And a little fun fact: this There's movie. Something. A lot of people refer to this movie as Turtles in Time. That's not what it's called. No, that was the game. That was the video game. Yeah, okay. um, yeah which was much better. The game was better. Mm-hmm. Now, the Turtles... Also, yeah. 
Turtles in Time could be any Turtles movie because we're always technically in time. We're in time. We're in the time. Right. right. Um, Back in time. So before we get started, I wanted to – I always like to do this. Um, We also – or we all grew up with Ninja Turtles to a certain extent, Uh, maybe some more than others. But I wanted Mm -hmm. to get everybody's like going back. Maybe it's not that far. Maybe it's pretty far. When it came to Ninja Turtles 3 specifically, like what was your – introduction to it do you remember like seeing a preview or hearing about it or was it one of those things where you're a kid and your parents take you to the theater you have no idea what the fuck you're about to see and then ninja turtles 3 comes on you're like oh my god this is the greatest day of my life um (laughs) jake do you have any memories specifically Uh, about this movie not not like specific things just that um i was a big ninja turtles fan and i remember seeing uh uh when when did the what, what year did the first one come out 90 yeah, I remember being taken to see the other ones in the in the uh, in the theater and, and just like really loving Ninja Turtles. So I remember I remember being excited, like, you know, when you're when you're younger and you're watching these movies, you, you don't really uh, put together like, oh, this is very different from the first. Two. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know what I right. mean? Like, right. and, and what's weird is like. These all all three of these movies came out like within like three years. Yeah, of each it was other, like 90, is, 91, 93. Right. which is crazy because even though even though but there's some big differences between part one and part two, they still very much feel like like part two very much feels like a sequel to part one. But this feels like completely different. This yeah. feels like a sequel to a bad fan fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a made-for-TV level. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's like historical fiction. Like it's like that's one of the things I noted was like, oh, great, we get to go to like back in time to learn a little bit of history, Kappa. which is not something that you expect. Kappa. From- it's a Kappa thing. Yeah, exactly. Abby, do you have any uh, memories? Yeah, of this movie when it comes to my history specifically with this movie, I don't remember anything about the third Turtles movie. I grew up watching the cartoon religiously uh, with my older brother and was obsessed with it. We had the action figures, but we weren't allowed to see the original movie. Um, I'm assuming because of violence and like secular themes. Mm-hmm. I, I, sex. I, I wish. Sex in Dude, the first no, I pined after that first movie. Like I wanted to see it really, really bad. Um, I was actually thinking before watching this movie and doing this episode, I was like, dude, if someone had come to me as a little kid and been like, Hey, when you're 32, you're going to have to watch the third turtles movie and like talk about it on your, po- I, I wouldn't even know what a podcast was, but <laughs> just Oh the concept God. of that would be so exciting because I wasn't allowed to see it. Somebody so. came to me from the future and told me of podcasting. But also, <laughs> I it's I don't know if it would be like I don't know what I would have thought of it at that age. Like I feel like this movie, like especially in the beginning, it almost fools you because you're like, right. oh, this is. But once you get a little Look closer to it, you're like, it's not. It's They're dancing. Not. It's yeah. fun. Um, real quick, here's my history of Ninja Turtles three. Obviously, I was a giant Ninja Turtles fan. Uh, I am a just a touch older than both of you. So I have very vivid memories of seeing the first two in theaters. My first memory of Ninja Turtles 3 specifically was there was a little preview for it on Entertainment Tonight. And I remember um, I saw it. And not unlike the Ninja Turtles in the beginning of Ninja Turtles 3, I was running around the house doing karate kicks and very terrible karate moves Uh to anybody – Dogs, cats, brothers, anybody who would listen. And asking them to watch. I was very excited. Yeah, I was yeah. extremely excited. Uh, I will say this, though. and this is I, I, We watched this movie twice this week. I had a lot of fun watching it. I'm excited to talk yeah. about it. Ninja Turtles 3 is one of the first movies from my childhood 
that I distinctly remember being in the theater and being like, I don't think I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know That's what the word tedious was at the time, yeah, but you were like, yeah. there's a lot of not turtle right. stuff like, going on. When I'm having a panic attack or like a major ADD moment, yeah. those kind, those my first feelings were during this movie, like in the theater. I just remember being like... <laughs> Your like, first point of trauma? gave you lifelong... Yeah. Anxiety like, disorder? <laughs> this movie is... Tedious is a really good word. Like, it's just, it's almost fun. And it's there, almost funny. It's borderline. It's borderline. There's, there's this very odd issue with this movie that nothing in it is funny. There are no jokes in this movie. You know that what, Jake? Funny. There's almost funny jokes. Like when Michelangelo's on the horse riding backwards and you're like, oh, this is kind of funny. But then it's like they beat it to death. Right. We'll get to it later. We'll get yeah. to it. The concept is... What I found is there's a lot of unintentionally funny things happening in this movie. And that's what I'm excited to talk about. Yeah. Right, um, right. But yeah, and I also remember my brother getting this movie on VHS um, for his birthday. And I remember just kind of being like, oh, cool. It's cool to have. I don't think I want to watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> After you'd seen it because you had your first panic don't attack while watching don't it. Don't the fucking don't second it. movie ends with a fucking vanilla ice Rap battle. Oh, you can't right, compete with right. that, dude. The soundtrack does not compare. It doesn't hold up. No. It doesn't hold water to the first or the second. Um, but let's Which let's do it. So let's tackle this movie. So we all watched it. Um, like I was telling Jake earlier, you know it's a good movie if it's available for free on YouTube and nobody bothers <laughs> to take it down. Yeah, like yeah. the studio's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Um. So if anybody <laughs> wants to watch the movie before uh, listening to. Uh, uh, to the bonus episode. And hey, before here. we ruin it for yeah, you, don't want to ruin it. Um, go go to YouTube, watch it real quick, and come back. It's like an hour and twenty five minutes. Uh, <clears> you <throat> could do the dishes and watch it, and you'll be you'll be all prepared. Yeah, you, you don't guys, actually have to watch it. You just kind of listen. Um, are you guys ready to start tackling this thing? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about this thing. All right, let's cool. Um, uh, round table. I will say that this is the worst of the first three Ninja Turtles movies by a long shot. Like, right. Secret of the Ooze is like fun bad this movie is like bad bad yeah it, yeah whatever it's whatever the opposite of fun is yeah secret of the ooze at least has like april's apartment you're above ground this one feels like all the turtles are like trapped down there because they never leave that set yeah so it's just like a feeling of like claustrophobia yeah. or like it's it's not it's a feeling of a sh- it like doesn't no feel like new york what it feels like yeah exactly. like they've got we're in japan or we're in, there's like two settings basically yeah um so the movie opens in japan 1603 um real quick the director of this movie Stuart gillard the only other thing that he's notable for is he did rocket man with harlan williams you guys remember that movie? oh i remember it i don't i don't know if i've ever actually watched that but i remember it existing that movie might be better than this one okay yeah i haven't um, seen it so i couldn't Christ. tell you but, so uh. this is one of the peculiar things the movie opens up with kind of like a battle like a sword fight they're all on horses and it's actually a relatively cool visual. But okay. Then, yeah. It's one of the, there's a few inspired scenes and moments where in this movie we're like, oh, maybe somebody wanted to cut it this way or this yeah. was inside someone's head before. But like the rest of it just feels. Yeah. Yeah. The um, opposite of that. And because it's Japan 1603, everybody's speaking English. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, they try to like. 
they try to explain that. There's right. like a little. They talk about like, oh, the tr- the trades are happening. So oh, everybody. Yeah. I had three yeah. musketeers are showing. They up. threw that in there. They tried like, to do that specifically for that. And I, like Robin Hood was really popular a few years ago. So right. They were doing this. It's like you thought Kevin Costner not having a, a British accent, and Robin Hood was bad. Where do we do the Japanese Ninja Turtles movie where everybody speaks English? Um, yeah. There's a scene where you see the dude. Um, what's his name? Kenshin. Is that his name? Kenshi? Is it Kenshi, I thought? The son. Like yeah, the, the rebel son. son. Yeah. Uh, we'll call him Ken for, for the purpose of Ken. this. That's Ken. That's his name, yeah. We're, like Ken. We're before, he Ken. Travels, uh, before he travels uh, forward in the future, he's reading the scepter, and he's reading the Japanese symbols, and he's uh-huh. reading them in English. I was like, <laughs> I will buy into the fact that People there speak English because of the trades with the British. I'll, sure. I'll buy into that. But don't tell me that this native Japanese man yeah. is reading Japanese and saying it in English. Like, right. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. There's my rant. my first rant. I guess they just assumed that kids couldn't handle the subtitles or they just didn't feel like doing that. <laughs> kids couldn't handle them. Doing the research um, to find out how to translate it. <laughs> well, because it's probably not real Japanese that they're speaking ever in the movie. Yeah, I you think so? That, I don't know. Who's gonna fact you think check? They them? just made it up. You well, think who's... they're just not even speaking real? <laughs> well, there's that part where, like, yes, God, that would be amazing. There's that. How part... can we prove it either way? There's a part where, like, I think Raphael and Donatello are like do like blatantly racist. Yeah, they say like, like Suzuki, Kawasaki, <laughs> Suzuki, Wasabi, Ohio. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get too far, uh, Jake, the overall plot yeah. of this movie, I mean. Not what they did with it, but just the idea of them having to travel back and, and all that. I mean, is that something that you like or? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I like the idea of it. I don't like the execution of it. I think it could have been better. Like it could have been a much better idea. And it's something I'm pretty sure that's something that happened in the comics. It was like a big, oh, a yeah. big thing it's in based the comics on was that the they class, went back right. in time. Okay, right. And um, I mean, it sounds like it could be really fun and it could be like. I mean, you could have done something like I know we had two movies with the Shredder and there are other villains. But like who who's the fucking boring the, the villain Walker, in this movie is the most guy. boring villain. Oh, you mean like, Vigo? It would have been it would have been cooler <laughs> to have like maybe 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 it was like a uh, an old family like family member of the shredder or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like something would have been cooler than just like some random old white dude. Like, well, it's yeah. weird because like, um, because the shredders character is like so tied into like being a samurai or being a ninja, like they could have uh-huh. easily just done something like that. Like his ancestors or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why they did that. It's, it, it, it seems like a, it was a little bit of a wasted, um, like a, a just like a, just a wasted idea it could have been it could have been very fun and very cool but it's it's definitely not like it's boring they get there there's like the the set pieces are Dude. very just like lame and just it's like, like they're reusing we're some in a, we're in a yeah. dungeon half. <laughs> let's go to japan and spend half the movie in a fucking dungeon yeah <laughs> you know like yes it's almost like because in the first movie obviously the, 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 the like fish out of water thing is like part of why the turtles work because it's like, you know, they're in a surprisingly weird situation. They're turtles. But, like, I feel like they were trying to force out with this by putting them in, like, well, it's also the past now, so everything's going to be completely different. But it, it completely, like, it falls on its face. Yeah, it kind of does fall on its face. For sure. Like, I don't much, hate the idea of them going back in like time. Much like the turtles fall on their face in the mud 
coming out of and the dungeon. And Fig is fucking spinach. I feel like that happens three times in yeah. the movie. There's a lot of, like, biting the dust. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... The movie, op- once they kind of set up the, the scepter and stuff in Japan, what it, it cuts to the Ninja Turtles lair. I guess they're still in the, uh, the subway car from the second movie. Yeah, um, which, you know, that place looks cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I would live there. I would live there. I'd live there. That's up there with... Um, Watching that, I thought of that Airbnb, which I'm sure, I don't know if both of you guys have seen, but there's like a really nice swank Turtles lair Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. It's very expensive, but like I it just looks cool. Yeah. I like it. it. Well, whatever you thought was cool about how well decorated the subway station is, um, it ends immediately with this opening dance number. So <laughs> the dance number that window like bookends the film. Yeah. It opens and closes so the fucking it, movie. It fucking immediately dawns on me that. Why in the early 90s did the Ninja Turtles just become so... Super musical? Like, they're just tied with music. Like, well, were like, they trying to distance from because themselves it's just from like, fighting and it's violence? It's just like entertainment. They're just like, what What will make kids but uh, like, smile? Make the turtles <laughs> dance. You know? Make them hey, dance, Make Mama. those kids smile! Listen, <laughs> between them dancing and then... Weird Splinter like popping up in the window. It Guys, literally feels like they're. At are we going to talk about Splinter yet? Because this is the moment gonna, where we all. I'm going to tell you what my very first note is for okay. this movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read it to you. Splinter is obviously just a puppet that stops at the waist. Dude, <laughs> and he is. Yeah, he yes. is. He's always behind a window. Yeah, where you can't yeah. see, or, or he's sitting down. Which, if you go back and look at those scenes. There's no fucking legs. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like where are his legs? Like, I did know, he get dude. a weird half puppet? Did dude. he get caught in like a rat trap? Fuck. He maybe he doesn't have legs anymore. <laughs> right. He He's like, my son's grave danger. <laughs> I was seeking cheese. God. <laughs> yeah. I have lost. It's trap. Oh my god. No, but yeah, that's one of my notes too. I was like, so do we uh, never get to see the bottom half of Splinter in this movie? And then I, uh, so, mm, I was, thought he yeah. was like Wilson in Home Improvement because he's like always <laughs> hiding behind things and there's like little distractions to cover him up. Also, also, Craig, you just did a better Splinter voice than whoever is voicing Splinter in this movie. Well, he's been Thank practicing you. it all I've, day. I've been working on it. It's um, bad. I, um, so yeah. yeah when Everything di- about Splinter sucks in this movie. So you're right. And Splinter's such a great character. Um, they, they're dancing... And Splinter's like hanging out in the window, and it literally looks like a Chuck E. Cheese performance. Yeah, like he—it just looks very half animatronic. Of, half of the Splinter's not working tonight, so we're gonna put him behind the whatever door thing. We, yeah, it's, it's like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> we're gonna ride. cover him up. Right? The copies don't move anymore. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> and then, like, we can we could probably do a whole episode on this, but let's get it out of the way. Uh, the suits, the Wait. turtle suits in this movie look really bad. Yeah, they look terrible. Is there uh, like a backstory on the splinter thing? Did we, what's the conclusion? I, well, no, he, I don't think so. He was a rat and then he had a mask. No, <laughs> okay, okay, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And he would watch him train and yeah. then the mutagen. Okay, got it. But, so nobody really knows the actual story of why, well, like. So Jim Henson you don't company see a, did not I mean, do the, um, wait, was it Jim Henson? Did. Jim Henson did the first two films. He did the yeah. first two, but not this one. Yeah. So the suits in this movie look uh, very rubberized, very shiny. There's multiple scenes where you just see like their their feet or their 
fingers just bend backwards. And it totally like they're just weird. Look, yeah, yeah. There's, you can you can like clearly see where the head attaches to the neck. Yeah, yeah. When they're doing their dance routine, I'm actually just impressed that they're able to do anything like movement wise, like backflips and those things, because it looks very restrictive. So I wanted to talk about this. They're doing the dance number, and then they all start doing their 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 uh, what I call ninja masturbation. They're just practicing for okay. themselves yeah. and they're just right. they're just practicing right mm-hmm. so this this jake i think you're gonna agree with me they're all fighting all four of them they're hitting things they're nunchucking they're they've got the size they've got the katanas and they're doing it and out of nowhere raf just throws a sigh and fucking <laughs> freaks out <laughs> yeah he was dancing he was He's fucking bipolar. he is an he undiagnosed so mental disorder that, that like he like clearly Raphael has a major fucking problem. You, like <laughs> it feels like it almost feels like they they wrote the whole movie and they were like, hey, Raphael needs to get mad at some point because yeah. that's what he does. And they were like, all right, put it right here. Well, hey, this doesn't make sense for him to get mad right here. I don't care, fucking don't do care. it. Yeah, fucking mad. like he's 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 like borderline fucking like a mental head case. And like they try to use it later in the movie where he's like. So you know later in the movie where, uh, where he talks to Yoshi, yeah, where he keeps talking to Yoshi to tell him to like calm down with his anger. Yeah, at yeah. no point was I like, this kid looks really mad. Yeah, I was trying. Oh, because like what? Yeah, what is that reference to? Because he's running around with some other kids. He's like, how do you think he's not angry? His yeah, I'll it's, show it's, you an angry kid. Yeah. So anyways, and Raph's like, yeah, Yoshi, you got also Raph's voice in this movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So let's put it out there. Well, um, like all the voices are different except like um Corey uh Feldman came back. He's not in part two. Yeah, he's but back. He comes but back in Donatello. I read something about it. Apparently Corey this is really funny. Poor guy. Corey Feldman was paid uh fifteen hundred dollars for the first movie. And then yeah. it got, and then it like blew up or whatever, and he was really mad about it. And then they asked him back for the third movie. And he made some like outrageous like request. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not paying you that. We'll give you fifteen hundred dollars. He's like, okay. Are you serious? <laughs> I, re- I read that too. Yeah. Oh He's my like, god. Ugh, you ever mm-hmm. think I could get more than fifteen hundred dollars? No, fuck you, Corey Feldman. <laughs> um, okay, so April. This yeah. is the same April from the second movie, but she's she's not an uptight businesswoman anymore. No, right. she's like a hipster. She goes to the flea market. She's sure. <laughs> I like how she like starts her vacation early by shopping because that's like something I do. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, I also like that there's there's such a weird emotional dependency between her and the turtles that the only way that she could leave town for a few days is by <laughs> buying them a bunch of stuff to keep them like, satisfied. Oh my god! Um, so, but yeah, she's got on the leather jacket. She's uh, she looks like those old pictures of Winona Ryder. Yeah. I think that's what they were basing it on. Yeah. Another thing I noticed in this movie is every pop culture reference is like three years past the, past its date. <laughs> it's weird. It's right. Like, like yeah. there's one time they were like, hammer time. I'm like, that movie, that song was five years old when this fucking movie came out. <laughs> um, uh, I so, feel like this was the first like movie movie, like a movie that, you know what I mean? In that vein where it's like referencing the all the things of its time and like, yeah. well, probably not the first, but it, it's almost... It's so full of other things that it's like every other line is some sort of yeah, like I'll be back or uh, yeah fucking I mean they named the kid Yoshi that's a that's a reference in itself yeah like what do kids like kids like Yoshi name the fucking kid Yoshi um, angry kids so Jake you were talking about Walker earlier um, yeah. as the villain like 
I completely agree with you. His, uh, like, what, I don't, what is the plot of this movie? Like, as far as, like, I know he's trying to sell guns, but, I like. I don't exactly know what his, like, <laughs> it's it? so weird that they, like, the the plot is that they go back in time to, like, old Japan, but then when they get there, the main people that they interact with are not Japanese. They're British. People. Right, they're British. It's, like, it's Walker and his, like, goons who are, who are all like, Hook. English or American. <laughs> and then for some reason, Smee. I don't know why, but for some reason, fucking uh, uh, Casey Jones, the guy who plays him, plays another character in this movie. Uh, Jake, but he doesn't speak. I guess Is it because his accent was so weak? Because I couldn't I figure that shit know. out. Why is that? Guy I say, oh, Jake! I wrote I the, the mysterious case of the Casey Jones doppelganger. I was like, "What the fuck yeah. is this guy?" Because it's not explained. Like, that's the same actor. Yeah, yeah it is the same actor. So, like, why? I don't mind seeing him with the beard. I think he looks good, but it makes no sense. The character. So, um, I love Casey Jones, and I like his, his performance in the first movie. That guy, what it, Elias Kotos, I think his name is. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's awesome, and when he shows up in this movie, like. I actually do still find him to be kind of funny and like charming. He, I got excited. He, he, he is, but they're like, hey, let's bring Casey Jones in to babysit. Well, did you realize that the plot for Casey Jones in this movie is the exact same as Deacon? Yeah. In Bill and Ted? There's so many. They're like, <laughs> they're like hey. They skirt that line. They're like, Casey. This guy's from Japan. Yes. You have to take care of him. Dude, yeah. yes. It's just like that when and Napoleon's eating the fucking ice cream. Yeah, like that's the fucking- same when they're all at the bar doing that the oh, 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 oh. that dance, which by the way, I want to get in on that dance floor when I it's see that. It's the scene. same fucking thing. They're like But it's we, the same shit. Like, oh, they're like, Casey, stay here with Splinter and fucking watch over these guys. And he's like Show him a good time. He's like in America. He he gets this look on his face, he was like it would be an honor. <laughs> yeah. he, he says it would be a serious honor. Party with these dudes. But yeah, then but when you see his doppelganger and his doppelganger is kind of a weird asshole and he's got an accent and everything, um, I was like, wouldn't it have been more fun to have Casey and April interacting like yeah. with each other, like in him being the fish out of water in Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Or affecting right. the plot in a serious way, like it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I like, I like, uh, I like, I like Casey Jones. I was happy to see him in that when he pops up. Cause um, this was so, honestly almost my first watch through this movie in its entirety. Cause I'd seen the beginning like in the past, but once the dance number started, I remember just always stopping <laughs> like it. <eight> <laughs> like, okay, never mind. This one's I mean, I've watched this movie 50 times. It's the most time I've, I've watched ever it twice now. It. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're at Noriaga castle and then like, the plot's pretty much irrelevant. Ken, Ken and his dad get into a fight, and Ken expresses his anger by like chopping the tops off those tiki torches. Mm-hmm. And he, gra- he grabs the scepter, and he ends up you know switching with April. Um, by the by, the rules that they set up when he gets there, make no sense. <laughs> he would be wearing her underwear under those clothes. That's what right? I was thinking too. Yeah. I was like, are our underwear part of our bodies now? Because this is really bizarre. Um, 
But or is it just because we can't see nudity? What did you say earlier about the James Dean thing? Well, that makes no sense because there's a joke that they make to uh, Ken when yeah. he pops up in April's outfit. And they're like, yeah, James Dean looking dude. I was like, that's in reference to his outfit, which April was wearing. <laughs> and he didn't make fun of her when she was wearing it. Uh, so they're, they're just fucking racist, I guess. It makes no sense. Um, the turtles all seem really dumb. All four of them in this movie. Yeah. Like the whole time. They yeah. seem like malnourished and just not smart. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, they're kind of mean-spirited at different points, too. Yeah, it's not like a likable version of them. So, I noticed this. When they do their, uh, when Kenshin first gets there and Splinter talks to him, Splinter speaks in Japanese and Kenshin passes out. Do you yeah. think it's because there's a talking rat or because it's the first time he's ever heard his native language? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the second. <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, Jake, that's the part where that where Donatello there's like that throwaway throwaway line about why he speaks English, which give yeah. the writers a, some credit. That that had to be a studio note. They're like, hey, all these Japanese dudes are speaking English. Can you explain it somehow? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. We're talking about it the last couple of weeks about the brand new book, How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja, which I am officially starting. I've got a little bit of time to myself coming up holiday break I'm gonna read the books and i'm going to enjoy them as everybody else is this book how to pick up women with a drunk space ninja it is book one in a three-part series the adventures of duke lagrange um and i saw the author jay key who's a yhls listener uh it, it was charting on amazon nice. last week in in uh, the categories uh for for sci-fi and uh people are really enjoying it so if you want to pick up a really good stocking stuffer for the family mm-hmm. and support the YHS universe. If you've got an upcoming vacation with your family and you don't want to spend time with them, get this book. Listen, <laughs> the best way to avoid your family, reading this book and listening to the podcast. It's because it, people are oh, we're here to help you. They won't judge you. They're like, oh, look, he's cultured. He's reading a book. Um, so the debut book, Jay Key. He's a first-time novelist. It's a three-part series, The Adventures of Duke LaGrange, How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja, it is for goofy, grown-up pulp readers and sci-fi geeks. It's as much fun as a pan-galactic gargle blaster. That is a quote from Frank R. Saudin. It's available now on Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, and basically anywhere that you can buy a book, and it's exclusively available as an ebook for Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can see that. Um, so, at this point... Uh, I guess we just talked about all the the Bill and Ted stuff. I mean, the Casey Jones stuff. Um, But it is weird because, like, I feel... And I know I just made this point, but I just feel like this was a missed opportunity to have Casey Jones go back with the Turtles. And do some... Yeah. He's a fun character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But anyway, so they they do the switch. They do the four for four switch. Mm -hmm. And the the king... Or the, the... the King's Guard or whatever. Honor Guard. The Honor Guard. Honor Their guard. clothes are perfectly fit for the Turtles. <laughs> so are the masks. What With are they shells wearing? and everything. Yeah. What are they fucking Even wearing? though their arms look super human-like and like just not nearly as... It's... Yeah. So Michelangelo's wearing like... Uh, I guess we should mention that the scepter... April finds the scepter at the flea market. It, and and thinks it's an egg timer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Fuck. <laughs> She calls it an egg timer. She's like, oh my it's God. some sort of old antique, which translates to 
nothing. What is the old antique like? Yeah. 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 Um, but Splinter seems kind of well versed on it. Um, but yeah, so when, when the three dudes show up, one of them's wearing Michelangelo's uh, shorts because he yeah. put them on, and the other three have like these weird, I don't know, like sumo Ancient wrestling undergarments. It's like I, I don't know if that's supposed to be like their un- underwear. Like that's the kind of underwear they would be wearing. I um, mean, by the logic of of the rules they've set up, they should be wearing nothing. They should be wearing nothing. Right. Or the Ninja Turtles all have weird like thong smocks that they wear. <laughs> Under their shell, yeah. long apron. Um, so, <laughs> so I feel like this studio or someone was like, okay, so they can wear the samurai bottoms, but also we need their tops to be covered. So they just made that little. I don't think the studio did this. That movie little hot nighty. I think they turned this movie in and they were like, we did, <laughs> we did it, not even, we did not approve this. <laughs> um, yeah. So Jake, they go yeah. back. They're in the middle of a battle. They're all on horses, wearing their weirdly shaped samurai gear that much like when uh when Raphael's in disguise um mm-hmm. in the first movie and nobody recognizes he's a turtle uh like it's pretty obvious that these guys look much different than there's something wrong is. yeah <laughs> you can see half of their face and it's Dude, not Jake, human they look like there's something wrong with them even without the masks on because <laughs> their spots look fucking chronic and they look like they need to go to the doctor because of their placement they don't look normal they don't look the good yeah, there's a point at which I, one of them was like, my spots hurt. I was like, yeah, also, you should get them checked. When April's giving them all their <laughs> gifts, like when she comes back from the flea market or whatever, no wonder Raphael's so mad all the time. She gave him the same hat he already has. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, who has that? Yeah. Dude, first of all, Donatello gets the best of all the gifts because he gets like an old radio. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that's what, what does I Leonardo want. get? Um, does he get the hat? No, that's Raphael. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't remember. Oh. He gets nothing. Fuck Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So here's co- here comes my rant. They uh, they end up in this battle, right? And then Michelangelo's like backwards on the horse. Abby mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like comedic relief or whatever. But like he says something like, does this thing have brakes? And it's like, oh, okay, it's kind of funny. And he's <laughs> like, and then like two seconds later, he's like, Where's the steering wheel on this thing? And it's like, okay, <laughs> another car joke. And then it's like, there's like three more. And he's, Run out of gas. Yeah, he's like, whoa. Yeah, how do you refill it? Like, I, I was laughing. I was like, how long does the, like, what what got cut out? Like, yeah. <laughs> it just keeps Nothing. going and going and going. Uh, does this thing have any lock brakes? Like, fight the gator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the air conditioning's broke on this horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, he does say at least yours has. This is one I laughed at because he's backwards and they're all like talking about they're on the horse and he's like at least yours has a hand. I thought that was yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, and then like that one know, worked. There's like 30 more minutes and then the movie's over. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let hold on. I want to talk about what. What's the villain's name? Walker. Walker. My favorite. I think this is probably one of my favorite moments in the movie. Is uh, so April is being like questioned. Mm-hmm. And um, her Walkman turns on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, like, freaks everybody out, and they destroy it. And she's like, I'm a witch, and I put people – I shrunk some people and put them in there. Yeah. yeah. And then Walker, like, gets in her face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's, like, calling her bluff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But this is what happens. This is the line. He's, like, looking at her, and he scares her. But he goes – he's like, yeah. Then go ahead, witch. <laughs> Shrink me. <laughs> and I'm like, 
That's the fucking stupidest. It's just like he says it in the most serious Dude, tone ever. There's it's so just many the like dumbest fucking thing. Well lit close up shots Shrinky. of Walker doing saying things like yeah. That. And also when they're in that dungeon, did you notice that there's the the running gag is they keep fat shaming that guard? Oh my god, dude! Yeah. I wrote in my notes. Oh my god! I wrote so in much my fat notes, shaming. heavy fat shaming going on. <laughs> I'm getting They're it, constantly girl. calling people fat in this movie. Like yes. there's, there's one point when he first appears in April, like calls him cue ball. Yeah, and he looks perplexed. Yeah, and I think he's perplexed because he's like nobody's ever exposed my. My this before. <laughs> Usually they're talking about how fucking yes. fat I am. Wait, are we going to talk about how this is an almost rape is. scene or not? <laughs> yes, because the other thing about that scene is that uh, fucking April is almost raped. And it's like, this is so not normal for the turtles. I wrote, oh, fun, rape scene in a turtles movie. April what? What? Well, like a fucking wet willy joke. Real yeah. quick, let's talk about this little sidebar. April from the first movie or this April from two and three? I'm going first movie. Although I don't dislike this April, and there were several moments watching this where I was like, "Wait, I'm doing that costume." Right. Yeah. So I, yeah. You know what? I really, I really like this April. Where towards the end, when she's got that cape on, and she looks yeah. exactly like Frodo from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I think she's cute. <laughs> but she's got like the exact haircut. She cut those pants off, so they're like, I'm yeah. like, she fucking oh, looks she's like a little Frodo. Frodo. I'm she, doing that costume she, now. She cuts the pants off and now has a short skirt. And the fucking yeah. turtles make a swing reference. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes. Which translates to April. We would like to fuck you with our bonus. <laughs> <laughs> they also do the swing thing wrong. And also, that's April's like first of two attempts to shower, where she has all of her clothes on. It's very weird. Um. So yeah, she meets up with what is uh the Casey Jones doppelganger name? Is it like uh, fucking... was it Wit or like Will yeah, or a... something? Wit. 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 Okay. There it's you go. Wit. Okay. Which nobody has in this film. Yeah. Um. So they're both like in a cage, Tweety Bird style, and how do they escape? I'm trying to remember. The turtles show up. Oh, so this is a little bit later. Okay, so first, oh yeah, they get separated from Michelangelo, and that's where they end up. There's like a battle, right? And then they realize they're battling, what's the girl's name? Mitsu. Mitsu. And then it's like the classic thing where they all realize they're on the same side. Yeah. I still don't know how they realize that they all just stopped fighting. So there's a couple things I noticed. April, like this bow and arrow comes. And like pins April to the fucking tree or whatever, and then uh she cannot she's pulling as it hard as she can. It pins the lightest fabric ever. She can't get yeah. it out, and then Wit <laughs> shows up and fucking just like barely touches it, like Pops saves it her. Yeah. Um, but there's this part where the battle stops, and they keep cutting to Wit, like fake Casey Jones, and he's holding another guy right above him. <laughs> And he keeps and he's breathing really heavy. He's like quivering, he's like quivering on top, going up and down with but his they, breath. They go to the shot like three times. Yeah, it makes no it's fucking so, sense. Like after the tension is broken, he's the guy stays on top of him. It's great. So they meet up with Mitsu, who I guess that's Ken's girlfriend ish. Yeah, sister. yeah. yeah Tell yeah. Michelangelo. And Michelangelo, but then. There's like a fire. Oh, that's what it is. There's after they okay. They have this big uh, fight. The, the whole fight stops for the one kid. Before the fight, Raphael <laughs> makes this speech about how like like how much he loves the fucking uh, like the clean water. You remember yeah. this part? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking about like want, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it, this is one of the times. Where, oh, these fucking turtles are so dumb. He's like, it makes me want to migrate. 
<laughs> they're like, yeah. they're basically like, hey, Raphael, you dumb dick. Turtles don't <laughs> fucking Turtles migrate. Don't migrate. <laughs> um, but I did notice, like, Donatello skips some stones into the river, which I kind of think is a low-key splinter reference. Definitely. Oh, deep cut. yeah, skipping stones. Skipping stones. Yeah. Bruce Ratstein song. Um, oh, my God. So... There's this... Okay, so they go to the village. Basically, oh yeah, they're looking for Michelangelo and they're freaking out. And then... I guess we missed the whole part. We missed the part in between this where they go rescue April, right? Yeah, that's fine though. Okay. Yeah. But that's where... That's where the... Okay, that's where all the Kawasaki racism happens and they sneak into the castle and all that. Mm-hmm. Once they get to this village though and that building's on fire and Yoshi's trapped inside... Michelangelo saves him, right? And gives him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then later in the movie, the kid strikes up a bond with Raphael. Raph, yeah. Why wasn't that Raphael? It makes no <laughs> Good sense. Good question. It makes no... Like, uh, just like logically, yeah. it should have been Raphael. Yeah, like it is a storytelling yeah. thing yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess these are not the things you should be thinking about when watching Ninja Turtles no. 3. No. <laughs> um, Don't stop and question any of it. But yeah, there's way too much to question. All these, all four of the turtles are sexually repressed. Yeah, for they're sure. Just fucking town. Yeah. Like the way they well, act. They're trapped in that fucking. Like they don't go out. Obviously, they don't yeah. get out enough. They don't have socialization. They're just but beating they, each other up. And there's like multiple times. Else, there's day. like that part where they do fall out of the dungeon, and like Donatello like pulls April onto him. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's like whoops. You think there's a lot of like weird me too. Yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah. Moments yeah. happening. It's in not, the, no doubt. Ninja Turtle layer. Yeah. It, no it's, it's not great. Yeah. There's probably a lot of Michelangelo dropping. That's what she says. Yeah. 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 It gets a little uncomfortable. Uh, my sons, grave danger. The world does not appreciate your humor. <laughs> your lust for April is bad. Um, <laughs> Michelangelo makes a one of them makes a backdraft joke. <laughs> Yeah, Kurt Gee, Russell, really? eat your heart out. Yeah, I don't even remember. When that. they saved the kid from the fire, he's like, "Kurt Russell, eat your heart out." Oh like, God, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And that that joke was dated by the time this movie came out. Yeah. Um. So, what happens? They they after they save the kid, like the, all those villagers just start bowing to the turtles as if they were gods. And they go, one of them goes, "Well, it's a start." Like what? It's a start. <laughs> it's yeah. A start. Um, I, I I had like the 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 timeline of events are jumbled. Even though I yeah. just saw this movie a few days ago, mm-hmm. right. the time just the whole timeline is completely jumbled in my head, and I'm only getting like it, it's such a it's such a boring movie. <laughs> yeah, and we're making so it much, sound much better than it is. Yeah, it is. It's such a boring movie that most of it I'm just like it's it's such a it's it's also so very short. But it feels like you're watching this movie all day. I'm just yeah. like, please stop this. Please come to a stopping point. Yeah. <laughs> please end. Um, please yeah. end. Movie. Do, you guys, do you guys remember there's this part? I think this is towards the end. But um, they're like it, – they're getting ready for like the big you know, uh, battle at the end or whatever. And right. Walker is on a beach and <laughs> he's like – 
He's sitting at a. He's got this perfect like desk yeah. set up, and he's doing some, like really like you know middle school level like yeah. watercolor painting. Yes, yes. There's, like classical music playing, it's and like, he's shooting cannons off. It's like an old Warner Brothers cartoon. I literally what was like, is oh, happening cool. in that scene. So Captain has time to build scarecrows and paint flowers on the beach and like get his desk delivered and blow the scarecrows up. It makes no sense. But wait, no, it sets up one of the only shots that seemed like predestined or like it thought of predetermined because it goes directly from him, from like the kites to like that right. uh, to the sh- to the gunfire at least. Is that I think that's right around there. And I There's like one part where you're like, scene. okay, so somebody thought about this. But- but it is like he was getting his house remodeled. They're like, "Hey Walker, where do you want this desk?" He's like, "In the middle of the goddamn beach." <laughs> exactly. Goddamn That's what I'm saying. Like he, it was somebody's job to set up a fucking <laughs> watercolor me. station. Like, can you imagine trying to like uh, trying to like balance Dude. a desk in sand <laughs> like that? And you're and you're like painting watercolors on yeah. it. That is yeah. the stupidest also, thing ever. He's not even done painting the flower, and then he just starts destroying it. Which like hey, it's hey, like he's just hey, he's such also, a bad it person. Looks like fuck. He looks so like proud of himself. Like, <laughs> looks like it's just the dumbest looking flower. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Jay, yeah. you just broke me, man. I'm dying. <laughs> dying. It's like if he was on a dating show. He's like, hello, my name is Walker. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I was I was sitting at home like I was sitting here watching this movie and when that happened I stood up and I was like what is this what is happening Hi my name's Walker and a lot of people like long walks on the beach I prefer sitting at my desk and when I'm not being an international arms dealer trying to sell samurai guns I'm samurai. doing watercolors Oh yeah the samurai yes samurai <laughs> I was, I was like, wait, what did he just say? Yes, oh, the samurai. The samurai. Yes. Uh, he looks like a discount uh, Ewan McGregor with Vigo hair, for sure. Yeah. Um, when I, I was telling Abby earlier, when I was a kid, I thought that was the actor that played Vigo. No, it's Vigo. Wow. I was like, oh, hey, cool, there's Vigo. Hey, have you guys seen the movie Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Yeah. He's in that. Oh, really? Oh, shit. He Does is, he play the same character? The, <laughs> he, dude, he looks completely like when I found out it was the same guy. I was like, no way. He he looks completely different. He's the guy. Um, he's like the town. He's the member of the town who like is doing the neighborhood, like watching all the videos all the time. Okay, yeah. He's like the older. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Library okay. style dude. Cool. Yeah, that's fucking. That's him. Can we talk? I don't remember what scene it was, but there's one point where Michelangelo refers to Japan as Godzilla Land. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about the, the part where one of them flings like a really hot pizza at the guy's head and like I Oh, I wanted to talk about that. That would be that's first of all mean. <laughs> Second of all, the thing was fucking steaming hot. Like he would have suffered. Because Michelangelo went back to 1603 and made a pizza, do you think that changed the course of history? So now people are like, I love pizza. Where did this originate? Japan. I love Japanese food. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> Thin crust, thin crust. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff What's crust? your favorite Japanese poop? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going, hey, we're going to the. Uh, what's a Japanese restaurant? Somebody name one. Oh, uh, what's the ja, uh, no, 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 come on. What's the big one? The, the, the where they do it in front of you? Yeah, that thing. 
We'll go in there. Hibachi. Hibachi. Hibachi, yeah. We'll go to the hibachi place tonight. What do you think we'll get? How about a calzone? <laughs> hey, wait, wait. And then also maybe that's like the... Uh, Benihana. Because he throws that pizza. Yeah. That is like the origin of like when you go to those hibachi things and they throw the food at your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, there was a great turtle once. <laughs> or maybe he invented Frisbee. And then that changes the timeline. And then in Back to the Future 3 where um, uh, Marty McFly throws that Frisbee, they're like, oh, cool, he just pulled a Michelangelo. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's a shitty-looking pizza he makes, by the mm-hmm. way. I'm just putting it out there. Um, this is fun. I hope our I hope our patrons are having. I can't fun. imagine it was good. The only thing, like the only food you see on set there, is like lettuce and carrots, and I'm I don't know what he would have made it out of. So. Um. So getting back to the kite flying, there's two. Th- there's only two things in this movie that have any semblance to the first movie. One is they keep using that little musical thing from the first movie. Twin Peaks. Okay. Well, no, no, no. okay. There's. A lot of the music in this movie, Abby pointed out, does sound like the Twin Peaks soundtrack, which is really weird. But they it's keep like the doing the music. thing from the first movie where it's like, dun, 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 dun. They yeah, do yeah, it yeah. like 50 times. Um, dun, 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 dun. They do just that to remind you what it is, because okay. sometimes you don't see the turtles for long stretches of time, and it's like a <laughs> historical movie. So. Yeah, sometimes you feel like you're watching a shitty <laughs> what the history channel reenactment yeah. of uh-huh. um, the I thought the Raphael scene where he's... Um, flying the kites with Yoshi. If we had to pick, if I had to pick a scene out of the movie that was like, like kind of well done, and, and it gave me some of the same feelings that I got from the farmhouse in the first movie, it yeah. would be that scene, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, I, I said early, like I said yeah, earlier, I mean, yeah. the setup is ridiculous. Yoshi's just playing with his friends, and Raphael's like, "You need to calm down. You don't need to have a bad." Like Raphael is, he's manic. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he flies He's kites. He's going to hurt somebody. He's yeah. going to hurt somebody. He's right. throwing size in the middle of dance time. Right. Well, I think the reason it feels like the original Turtle stuff is because it's like a semi-PSA moment because it's like the passage of some advice from... And I don't know. I feel like there's well, usually the a lesson movie, being learned and like that's one of the only ones in this movie that feels like it's supposed to be like... They didn't use down. any other weapons in the second movie. Mm-hmm. At least... You see them holding their weapons in the third movie. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they they use them a little bit. Yeah, I agree. That yeah, is and also cool. there's a lot of guns in this movie. And but there's so many. By guns. the way, Donatello's reaction to the entire gang showing up with guns is the if I am ever in a situation where I'm like walking on the street and like ten people show up with guns, I'm just gonna do exactly what Donatello did. I'm gonna stand there and go. Uh oh, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because that was his reaction. Right. Oh, fucking Corey Feldman. We love it. We should mm. get Corey Feldman on the show. I bet we could. I bet we could, too. Uh, we'll have to pay him something. Um, so, here's a question What does Casey Jones do for money? Like, um, what is his life? I imagine he bums around, like, couch surfs and I, th- hangs out with No, him. he's got to have a job, right? He probably, he's got to have like a like a day job. Yeah, like maybe, a truck driver. Maybe he's a oh, truck that, driver. Maybe, maybe, he's like maybe a bar a back. taxi or something. He he like stocks stuff late at night. Yeah, that's what maybe I. Maybe he's like an overnight. No, stock he's guy. busy at night, so maybe he has like who knows? I gotta. I have to ask him. Um, all the times they cut back to Casey Jones with the with the the King's Guard or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are they called again? Honor Guards. The Honor Guards. Honor Guards. Every time they cut back, I'm like, I want to be watching this movie. This is much more entertaining. <laughs> like I, he's like showing them sports. And yeah, like he's showing them how to play hockey. Yeah, and uh, 
but he puts on a hockey mask and it's not the fucking Casey Jones mask. Yeah. It's so it's weird. stupid. And did you guys read? I was reading. I, I, did, I got down on an internet hole today. Uh, that didn't sound like I wanted it to, but we'll just go with it. So I'm down on my internet hole. Uh huh. And I was reading, I, w- I was searched, why wasn't Casey Jones in the second movie? And because he was kind of replaced by Kino in the second movie. Which yeah, yeah. Kino sucks. Yeah, but um, one of the things w- people were saying that it reminded parents of. Okay, I, this is really funny. I went to a message board and I was reading this thread. It was from 2003. So the first thread said, Casey Jones was not in the second movie because the visual of his hockey mask reminded children of Jason from Friday the 13th and it scared them. Uh-huh. The next reply was, I've never seen the Friday the 13th movie. I think I might check it out. Didn't find the mask too scary myself. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, I don't even remember posting that. So, <laughs> um, I'm glad you deleted it. So, fuck, we're almost done. There's not a whole lot to this movie. There's like, not. They go it's, to Japan. It uh, thankfully ends pretty quickly. Yeah. Can, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about when they have to go back? At the there, there's this very weird thing that happens where at the at the end of the film, like Michelangelo. And I'm pretty sure Raphael are like, we're staying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. we're not going back. Yeah. And, and and they just don't even give a fuck about the people who would get be stuck in, you yeah. know. They're bad New York. people. I'm yeah. Like, they're, they're, yeah. She, she's she's trying to be like, hey, well, if you don't if you don't go, then my, my boyfriend doesn't come back. And he's just like, I don't care. I want to stay here with you. Like, yeah, where I'm like, essentially yeah. like, fuck your boyfriend. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I want to stay here. Like, I, He's like. I used to hang out with this guy. He's a rapper. His name is Vanilla Ice. And he had a movie. And he said in that movie, drop the zero and get with a hero. And I always liked that mindset. So what I'm telling you, Mitsu, is that you and Yoshi are coming with me. Is, is Yoshi her son? Uh, no. I, I think so. I think so. Sure. I think so. Um, why do Raphael want to stay? Just to be Yoshi's caretaker? I get. I don't know. Who? Why? Why would you know what? With his mood swings, I, I think he does whatever because he wants. Because the water's clean. <laughs> it smells because good. there's no beer cans in He's the like, water. Leo, right. Leo, I want to migrate to Japan. I want to migrate. Maybe to he Japan didn't live in a fucking months. sewer. Dude. Um, <laughs> so, a couple things here. Couple, couple loose, loose ends here about the end of the movie. Um, the final battle sucks. The ongoing joke about the wet wheelies makes no sense. It's, it's one weird, of the more right? uncomfortable things to see. Like, just... they give Niles, like, the fake, what you call them, the cast of Hook earlier? Yeah. Like, all the pirates, they're basically pirates. <laughs> yeah, yes. they are. Yeah. Uh, Smee is what, what I was yeah. calling him all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, he sucks. Walker sucks. Norinaga sucks. Yeah. And Leonardo had the fucking opportunity to decapitate him, and he didn't. Yeah. He just cut off his hair. And it made like a, there was like a weird yeah. twinkle sound. How many weird sounds happen in this movie and strange like musical choices, like the standoff between Walker and I don't remember which turtle, if it's Raphael, but like some weird Western music starts playing. Oh, and he if it's, it's Michael. Sport. Okay. This is the weirdest it's when he ducks his head in. Is fucking, no, 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 no. It's earlier. It's like <clears throat> mid battle. There, there's a, there's a scene kind of, it's a daylight scene earlier in the movie, Jake, where where Walker rides in on his horse and Michelangelo's like, oh, look, Clint Eastwood. And then this really weird 
Western music starts yep. playing. And Abby was like, none of this makes sense because they're in Japan. He's yeah. British. He's nothing looks like a cowboy. Nothing like, looks like a cowboy. Yeah. Clint Eastwood was American. And also, that's not a good reference. Mm-mm. Like, it just, it, and there's there's this little music. So it's like, like this weird Western music. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the last battle sucks. Here's, here's something that, so like, you know, the whole thing about how we're like, they're going to shoot the turtles when the guns show up and Donatello makes his big proclamation about there goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're like, don't shoot us. We're demons. Yeah. And it sort of feels like the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, cause we know when Star-Lord does his thing, you're like, okay, so this wouldn't really be able to stop anything. But also this is like ridiculous. Right. Um, but they, they tell them they're demons and don't shoot. And then they shoot. And then I guess Leonardo ducks. And while his head's tucked in a shell, he, he slips out the, I love being a turtle because they just can't fucking help but saying it. They cannot right. help but just it's it, gotta they be love in there. it. It's gotta I be love being a turtle. Oh. <laughs> but then, they, then they, they stop attacking them. So is at that point, Jake, are all the people just convinced they are demons? Because they've just put themselves into their shells? That's enough? I... I'm confused about that. I don't I know. Like, it, well, is their appearance not enough? Like, they they also have to be able to duck their head in. And you're like, then, oh, okay. So, like, if I put my head underneath my T-shirt. Walker yeah. calls them nasty reptiles. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> They're Watercolor boy? not human at this yeah. point. But, also, why does Walker care so much about his birds in his cage? Oh, yeah, he's always Because he, like, comes back to get them when he's going down that road. My birds. <laughs> They heard about the migration. They're gonna leave me. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then they fucking kill. They li- they literally kill Walker. They murder him. They yeah, murder him. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, he, we we get it's one it's one of those great scenes too where you just watch somebody weirdly like fall yeah. to their death. Yeah, yeah, it's like the end of Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like his body doesn't even like hit the water. It, <laughs> it just, just kind of disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, is a demon. Out. It's literally like, the body just disappears. The best. I love it. There we were. Old Shredhead did a half gain it right into the back of it. Shut up, Raph. We know the story. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, oh, yeah, later on, they're telling the Walker story. He's like, and then we took Walker and his bird and threw him right off the cliff. Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget where you are. The, the end of this movie, like when they, they get back to the, to the sewer... And uh, Michelangelo doesn't come through right away. And the guy, like, takes the scepter, runs, and then gets transferred while he's, like, trying to get away. There's this really – like, when they start dancing again, it's, like, super awkward. It's It's very uncomfortable. They they just, like – right. I don't know what – it's like they're trying to make Michelangelo happy. Right. And they just start dancing. Yeah. But it's, like – it's just so weird. It's what you do to a fucking baby when a baby's crying. Oh, like, let's just start dancing and we'll like it. And he just, he Shake just the keys at him. Though, and you're like, okay, so yeah. so Michelangelo's like, he's having this like depression thing where he doesn't mm-hmm. want to be here anymore. He doesn't want to live here. Yeah. But hey, as long as you guys keep dancing, he just forgets about it. <laughs> he just forgets about that's, all the bad things. That's how you do it. The, all four of them are mentally... 
delinquish. Yeah. That's not even a real word. No. No, I don't think that is. There's something wrong. Like, they all seemed much more normal during the first movie. They are like they're, they they're, would benefit from some mental they'd be, health awareness. They'd be like because Raph, for one, was being he was he was distracted enough by the dancing in that first sequence to like keep his anger at bay, and then it just kind of went yeah. out. If you went to high school with the turtles, they'd be those kids that like they're in some of the regular classes, but also sometimes they're in special ed too. <laughs> you just can't figure out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's as if. It's as if after part two, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all realized that um, they won't grow beyond teenage years. And yeah. so they started doing like, a ton of drugs. They're yeah. just frustrated now that they're not developing into adults. Yeah, you know? they're just getting So they dumb. just act out. Yeah. yeah. Hey, most most teenage boys are looking for rubbers, not turning into rubber. Uh, you know, so you know, like, uh, there was plans for, once, once this movie, when they made this movie, they had plans for a fourth movie, which was going to be called the next mutation which is what the show was called right but they were going to like mutate even further and and they don't like the stuff that you read about it doesn't really expand on that too much and it doesn't really say what that means but it was but it was saying that like they were going to reach you know a second mutation where where they change and i I think what could be beyond this uh, they get held back a year I didn't see a whole lot of the show, but I think they did something like that either in the show or, or one of the car. Maybe maybe one of the cartoons did something similar to that, like had them mutate further. Yeah, yeah. And they all mutate, and they all mutate like in different ways or whatever. Right. But, but the movie, like this movie, just did so bad that they it just they just turned it into the TV show. Yeah, which I don't know if you guys have ever watched the TV show. I have. It's really weird. it's fucking crazy. Are you talking? Is it live like, action? The villain oh. is the villain is like a dragon, and there's like dinosaurs in oh it. Oh my god, and, I want to watch. And it. And then like a girl turtle shows up, and then oh, it's yeah. nothing. What? It's nothing but four turtles trying to fuck the girl turtle. Yeah. What? Yeah. Venus yeah. de Milo. That's her name. Venus Why the fuck are we not oh. watching? We're doing that for our next episode. Uh, at least I am. And, and everybody starts to unsubscribe from Patreon. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. <laughs> you know what I have tri- to see female hey, turtle. Is, we tricked all our Patreon subscribers. All the extra episodes are just uh, reviews of each episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Now listen to this. This movie had a twenty-one million dollar budget and doubled that in the box office. Yeah, so. but it didn't. Yeah. So it didn't like. I mean, bad. with marketing and stuff. It's so it's good. Money. So so now it's I like a good it. Good movie. Um. So one thing that really stood out to me uh, as we wrap up here, there is a whole ton of um, Three Stooges references in this movie, like over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And also, a lot of the times when they're fighting, they make baseball references for some reason. Weird. Like, it's like they saw baseball on TV and because like their, their, their special minds just can't let go of it. So Uh they're, they're like smashing their, their, they're like, Batter up, double play. <laughs> they just can't. Yeah, like that's all they can do. Oh, uh-huh. I'm in the batter's box. Like Jesus, <laughs> fucking. Christ. They're saying things that make no sense. Like peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> oh my god. It's like Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some weird stuff going. Yeah. On. Yeah. Son, my sons. Yeah, that's what I said. I wrote that the T the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles get stupider and more mean spirited with every movie, reflecting the writer's level <laughs> yep. of passion and yep. talent. I assume. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not. <laughs> I agree. Smarter. Yeah. It's just well, shrink me. Shrink, <laughs> shrink me. me. 
I mean, God, that's that's my favorite part. He's this, set, he. It's such a like. God, I just have to say it again because it, it's such a tight close up. Right. <laughs> it's like the most serious he oh, is in the entire movie, and it's the most ridiculous line of dialogue ever. It's Abby, it's a great moment. What is she listening? You mentioned something earlier about what she was listening to. It was something funny about it. April with her her uh, Walkman. Oh, it's like uh, fucking uh, Gloria Stefan, but it's a cover. It's oh, not right. the original. Yeah. It's not Rhythm of the Night. It's like... It's the coming of a better... Yeah, but it's like I, not... I, yeah, I used it's to a have, cover. I remember having the soundtrack to this. I think, you know what? Actually, you were talking about like specific memories. Yeah. I think I probably remember having the soundtrack to this movie Yeah. Like on cassette more than I remembered like enjoying the movie. Yeah. I remember listening to the soundtrack twice in a row last week when I watched it for the first time because I, yeah. I really like it like i know it's that it's got it's that it's got that does it's that uh fucking jake, like jungle boy yes or something jake i feel like i'm shopping at an old navy in the 90s when i listen to the soundtrack like it's shopping like dance house music <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh. i fucking like it i think it's good um it's, there's one of my that's, favorite that song is in another it was in another movie soundtrack like around the same i remember yeah. That being in multiple soundtracks. Shake your body for me. It's basically that song, that one dance song, but it's oh, not also, the same. I, I, the I looked end, it up. It's the same, like, producer. When, or, like, once writing. they get... Okay, so when, they, when, they're, um, when they're coming back and they're all holding the scepter and April goes, it's Star Trek time. That's and, like when... Have you thought of when, Ke- when Casey Jones says, hey, Ralph? Oh, oh I fucking... <laughs> I swear to God. When Casey Jones first oh gets God. there, he's like, hey, Donnie, Leo, long time. What's up, Ralph? Is <laughs> 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 that point that you're like, nobody cares? Like, guys, we only got one shot at this. He's Ralph now. <laughs> what, what have you been like? We got one take. Just keep it. Hey, we lost Casey. Um, so that was funny. There's one point where Ken's acting kind of crazy or something, mm-hmm. and uh, Casey Jones looks at him and he goes, "He goes, I think you need something a little bit more herbal, if you know what I mean." Like, oh, Jesus. yes. No, there's one point where uh, one of the turtles looks at Ken and is like, "How did you get into April's pants?" It's like so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, listen, it's a lot of fun. Uh, when when they do get back and, and Michelangelo shows up and what Jakey talked about it a few minutes ago when they start dancing, uh, and then the credits start rolling, it feels just like the end of every episode of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Where there's just like yeah. a little song. <laughs> the musical number with like a, a dance cut. Number. Uh, I'm surprised there's not a song describing what you just saw in the movie. Like, yeah. Walker's going to no. get those guns. Walker's going to sell those guns. And then we don't really know what's happening now because the movie's really fucking confusing. They couldn't, they couldn't afford – like, this is the – this was uh, – Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2 both had songs that were written specifically for the movie. And this, right. this was – they couldn't afford it for this movie. I, yeah, I, dude. We can write one. We get well, that's what sets the soundtrack apart. For our Patreon listeners, should we just – should we write and release? Record a Ninja Turtles yes. 3 yeah. song? Yes. Yeah, I'm just tooling around here. Something like, well, we got turtles in time, but that's not the name of the movie. Not the name <laughs> of the movie. Okay. Oh, we'll do it. We'll record right, cool. it. Let's We're going to do it. Let's do it. Maybe we can get a, a user submitted verse. Like a rap part. Do your, yes. Will you, oh, oh, we should have a we're, rap competition. We're doing this. I yeah. want a battle. I want them the all to battle. The Ninja Turtles 3 original song. Submitted. Give this movie by the yes at some point. Yeah, maybe we get Kevin Eastman involved, and we maybe get it released. Maybe put Ooh. out a final copy. 
Hey, I know a guy who can do a little artwork. Or we'll get sued. Hold on. I'm sitting on the beach. I'm drawing my flowers. The turtles, they only got 60 hours to go back in time. And the rhymes and the crimes that we commit are going to get solved by Casey Jones. Okay. <laughs> that was promising when you started. Sand, sand, I- sand on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can see the dance that Craig is doing. I love it with his notebook. I, I just love Whoa. it. I love it. I love it. I just do. Yeah, we're gonna write it. We've already written some other music, so yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, listen, Ninja Turtles three in the books. We covered it. Woo! It's ground. over. I find um, I find uh, a little bit of pity for our non Patreon subscribers because uh, they're never gonna hear this, and nope. this was a lot of fun. So welcome. Hey, yeah. Hey, <laughs> commoners, right? God, yeah, that's good. Don't tell me I said that. Yeah, don't tell me I said that. There's gonna be uh, eventually. There's gonna be a YHS message board, and people are just gonna report Whoa. report. If by the way, is there gonna be like an exclusive Patreon only? Yeah. If I see this episode end <laughs> up on I YouTube, I'm getting, Like, if somebody like illegally downloads this episode and puts it on YouTube, like there I'll will be, be mad, one view. but also like I'd, I'd be pretty. Like, fuck, it's yeah, awesome. It's cool. um, fuck, thanks for sharing that. The turtles, the turtles, the turtles in time. They're going to stop all the crimes. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's in my mind. It's I just need, I need that one hook. Yeah. Hey, like, you, we're, we're, we're working we're on working this. On you it. write yeah. it. I'll, I'll start it. recording the music. It's going to happen. Okay, cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in for the first ever bonus episode for Yes, Have Some Podcast. We're going to wrap it up now. Next episode on the Patreon feed will be very soon. We've got regular episodes dropping this week. Next week, we'll give the, uh, well, it's hopefully going to be next week, but nobody knows us yet. But our next special guest, it'll happen in the next couple Ooh, of weeks. can we tell these? Yeah. Yeah, we can tell our folks. Special. Is going to be Violet Ramis Steele. Uh, yep. She is the daughter of Harold Ramis. She just wrote Ghostbusters Daughter. So go buy that and read it before we interview her. Yeah. Um, that's not going to be uh, a bonus episode, but that will be on the regular feed here in the next couple weeks. And uh, yeah, if you like what you hear, spread the news. If you're a Yes Have Some fan, tell your friends. Patreon, we got a lot of big surprises coming for everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, we cannot thank you enough. I had a lot of fun talking about Turtles Three with these yeah. guys. If you're a fan yeah. of Ninja Turtles, don't watch the third movie because yeah. it's not it's not your Turtles. Any <laughs> not my. T- uh, oh, let's wrap it up with this, Abby. You have a long running habit of watching movies that are genuinely disliked by fan bases and just becoming attached to them. Yeah, I felt that happening to you while we watched this yeah. movie. Of course, like I, I'm a defender of like the like the unloved, unwanted movie, and like I this this has all those things about it, and it's it's never good. It's not even great at any point, but it it made me smile. Yeah. And April showers with her watch on. Yeah, and all of her clothes. Uh, I don't care. I like it. I liked her little outfit, and I'll probably watch this movie again. Probably not soon because I just watched it twice in one week. And listen to the soundtrack a lot, but Jake, I'm, I'm gonna immediately going to do an edit where the first time April like cuts off her uh, her pants and she just has the I'm going to put the Lord of the Rings like Shire music <laughs> behind it. What's that? Photoshop her into the Hobbit. Oh my god! Fuck. Well, listen for Abigail and Jake. My name's Craig Goldberg. Jake, any final thoughts before we sign?